0: What's up guys, it's a great day. You're now listening to the PFREI podcast series, a passion for real estate investments, where we sit down with experts in the real estate and no business in order to provide the best investment strategies and techniques used by leading fund managers, financiers, SEC attorneys, house flippers, real estate accountants, and more. I'm your host Fuquan Bilal and we're back with another great episode. Thank you to everyone who's been tuning in. We're now five episodes into the series. And for our fifth episode, we sat down with Bill McCaffrey. Now Bill is retired from the corporate world and he's gonna to talk to us about on this episode how he has worked with over 100 real estate mortgage note investors. Now, Bill Rowland in the note industry is an asset manager. He has worked out over 600 assets for investors. He dived deep into some of the strategies and kind of talked about his history on how he got started in the note business and some of the things that he's doing today. We got a great episode for you guys. Thanks for listening and let's get right to it. All right, we're back at another episode, Passion for Real Estate Investments. From Kwan Bilal, here, your host, and I'm here with Bill McCafferty. So real quick, I met Bill years ago, uh, both of us being in a new business, and Bill is a great asset manager. I've learned a lot from Bill. Um, Little did he know, I used to secretly pick his brain and then implement some of those strategies right away. So I wanted to bring Bill on the show because I know he's an investor that's passionate about real estate to kind of share his journey and everything. So I'll let you get started and share with the group on why you're passionate for real estate and uh, what keeps you keep that, that fire burning. Why am I passionate in real estate?
1: Um, I love getting it in every day. Um, I love everything that we come across from the hurdles to the success. Um, It's definitely a business that has changed my life. Uh, Back in 2006, uh, I needed a lot more out of life. I started going to local real estate groups, very blessed to meet the guys from Partners for Payment Relief back in 2007, 2008, saw what they were doing with uh, delinquent mortgages. I Just wanted to learn everything. I guess it was probably 2008 that I heard their mentor speak one night, and it was a—it was definitely a life experience-changing moment in my life. Because mm. um, when I dove into real estate, I wanted—I um, wanted something that I could do with the phone and the computer. And I started getting involved with uh, rehabs and rentals, and it just—it wasn't what I wanted and what I needed. So when I discovered that I could, you know, manage a, a non-performing note in Utah from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, it's what I liked. It all clicked. Um, so for me, it's, you know, it's like a lot of us. It's about the why and why am I doing this? You know, I have a wife, I have two kids. Um, they need me. Um, I need this business and, uh, I just love the opportunity. Um, everything about it is awesome. Um, I control my own finances. I control my own life. Um, if things aren't working out, I need to get myself in gear. Um, it's like you said when you gave me some props. Um, you know, I look up to you. I think you're doing awesome stuff. And the people that I've met in this business, uh, it's just awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we hold each other accountable, um, and we help better each other. Um, yeah, I got plenty of friends that aren't in the real estate industry, um, and I don't know if. You know, it's not a knock on them. I just don't know if they better me. You know, I worked at a school for 15 years and, you know, you work 50 hours a week and probably 25 hours of the week. You would listen to everybody's problems. Wow. And, you know, it's not that you don't hear about other people's problems in real estate, but, you know, a lot of that negativity people keep out of it. So I don't know if that answered the question. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely,
0: absolutely. I'm listening and learning. I know you're a big family guy and I I know it's important for you to to keep that freedom, um, you know, and to be able to spend that time with your family. And um, I just just learned something today that I didn't know. I know it took you four years once you learned disinvestment strategies to retire, but I didn't know four years from after that, your wife retired early also, you know, from what you guys started to do in the business. So now you and your wife are retired and you're able to still have that freedom um, you know with your kids and your family Um, and I know that now you have um, as one of the speakers was saying that fear of you know making it happen yeah you don't want you don't don't want to lose it Um, you know it speaks volume that uh,
1: you know I have a 15 and uh, my daughter will be 13 next week Uh, my wife was a school teacher for 17 years and even as uh, the real estate thing started really taking off for me she was still working um and you know she'd come home after dealing with parents and kids, and you know I want to say stressed out, but you know didn't want to make dinner, didn't want to put the time into the kids, was tired. And I'm like, I got to get that 40 to 50 hours in my house. Yeah, yeah. So like, her just buried in my kids' uh, education, their lives right now, like it's humongous. They're a big difference. I, oh, yeah. it's huge. Like, and I don't want to lose that. Um, you know, we'll figure it out. I mean, the kids eventually are going to kind of move on. And she's a smart girl. I mean, she has her master's in education. Uh, right now, she enjoys just kind of holding everything down while I can concentrate um, on the business. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, people that, um, if they want to wait to a conference, you know, maybe their wife or their significant other would frown upon it. You know, I get the support. You know, go. I got everything under control.
0: Um, and that's huge. I mean, we're definitely a team. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, the type of business you do. Um, your role in this paper space um, that you actually do very well at is an asset management role. So, let's talk a little bit about what that in- involves and how you add value to people who uh, want to be hands-off in this business and find someone who can actually make um, their investment profitable. So, let's talk a little bit about that asset management piece that um, you specialize in.
1: Now it's definitely, uh, real estate's all about adding uh, value. And uh, as I moved along here, um, you know, I don't even really know if in the beginning I realized it, but as I progressed, and I appreciate you using the term asset manager, um, I kind of the old school term, and I kind of frown upon it when I'm introduced as you know this guy's the workout guy. Oh yeah, because there's just so much more that goes on than just you know working something out with a homeowner. Um, so you know I've been blessed to uh, work a little over 600 files um, by a little over probably about 100 different investors. Investors at all different levels, um, and you know, they would hire me to manage their non performing seconds. Um, Everywhere from, you know, handling the collateral file to getting it situated with the servicer um, to moving it forward with the legal process and, uh, you know, just handling the whole component Uh, borrow management, legal management, servicing management. You know, our whole goal in this thing is to uh, get the homeowner paying us again or to get some type of payoff. But as you know, um, a little bit of everything happens. So uh, I've just gotten good at learning it as I go along. A lot of people have put me in an awesome uh, position to learn this business. Um, You know, you know, as running a a big fund, you know, you, you borrow a lot of capital, there's a lot of pressure. Um, you've got a lot of stuff that you need to handle. Um, I've been very blessed to work over 600 assets with none of my own money. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not working that many assets by not adding value. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And you know, kind of what a lot of these speakers are talking about today here at the conference, um, communication and just being real with people. Um, early on, I would take some of this stuff personal. But as I moved along, I understand, you know, I can't take it personal. Some things I just can't control. Um, I need to communicate well with people um, and just keep people informed. Uh, you know, as as things happen and I start panicking a little bit, I always do good by taking a step back and uh, just discussing things with my client, letting them make a decision, letting them know what's going on, just kind of lay it all out. Um, so that's what I do. I'm a, you know I'm an asset manager. Um, it's definitely my bread and butter. Uh, what's been awesome about it is it allows me to take all that
0: experience back into my own portfolio. That's awesome. That's awesome. As I always tell people when they get involved in a paper space, they need a power team, which consists of the attorney, the realtor, the servicer, and the asset manager. And so when the asset manager is like the one-stop shop. They'll manage those other vendors for you and kind of make it more passive and more hands-off. So for those people who are looking to get involved, um, and in the no space, you definitely need to have that power team to be successful. I mean, even if you are involved, you still can leverage the knowledge and experience from other people who's been in the space, like Bill or other people that you may find in your power team. Um, what are um, are you doing at any real estate at all? You're just focusing strictly on notes? there's no opportunities local in your yeah, area. I own
1: one rental. Um,
0: you know, I tell myself
1: every day I probably need to own more rentals. I definitely have gotten very comfortable in the paper business. Yeah, I owned 14 houses. I owned 14 houses at one time um, in the height of the market, and a lot of things didn't go well for me. So, you know, I'm going to say it was probably like 2010. I decided to stop paying on everything. Um, You know, I couldn't access capital. Uh, Lenders were tightening up, and it was you know, it was let me protect my family or go broke to lenders. So, you know, a little bit of my experience kind of came when I said, you know what, I'm not paying anybody. Um, you know, I had people short sell properties for me, had a few get foreclosed on. Um, and when the whole dust settled, I ended up with uh, one rental. I kept that rental. Uh, it's about a mile and a half from my house.
0: Yeah, so you just focus on that.
1: Yeah, you know, I definitely, you know, I have my primary uh, one rental. You know,
0: at some time I'd like to, you know, get back into some brick and mortar. Mm. So what do, what do you see as far as, um, not just seconds, because you, you are privy to other types of investments in this space also first. Um, what do you see um, the business, um, and I know you don't have a crystal ball and you can't see where it's going to shift in turn, but when you're doing the workout, you're seeing regulation come down the pipe, you're seeing, you're hearing things um, on the market. What do you see from where you started to now, and where the business is shifting that investors are having challenges with? Yeah, it's a different marketplace. Um, you know,
1: regulations have been uh, a big play in this business for the last three years. Um, you know, accessing product, uh, price point entry. You know, we all started doing this back in you know, 2009, 2010, 2011. Um, you know, just purchase price alone would value out a lot of deals. Um, now you really kind of need to know exactly what you're doing. And you know, everybody's different. You know, I've always been a firm believer in, um, you know, equity doesn't always pay us in the second mortgage business. And nowadays you're paying for uh, equity notes. And you know, a guy like me who, you know, his main strategy is to work stuff out with borrowers. Um, you know, I start getting a little nervous, even, even if you're buying an asset at, you know, 50, 60 cents on the dollar, and it's completely covered in equity, the full loan balance and payoff, I still get a little uncomfortable Um, because I'm not about liquidating properties. Um, You know, I know a lot of uh, different strategies are in this business. You know, I know there's investors that just, you know, they just go straight to the foreclosure sale. If a homeowner can fully reinstate, that's great. If not, we're going to take the house back. Um, You know, I don't know if I would have stayed in business if I I did that. So it's definitely a different marketplace. Um, It's definitely about your network right now. I managed probably about a hundred to 150 seconds from 2012 up until about last year. And I'm probably at like 70 right now. Um, I'm just, I'm having a tough time bringing in, um, clients and product as we move through the marketplace. Now, part of me is okay with that. Um, I have my own portfolio. I got my IRAs and you know, when you're working a portfolio, it gets intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're dealing any, with attorneys, homeowners, Um, as much as my business model doesn't allow me to have to come to the table with capital you know i am managing investors uh product with their capital so it gets intense so a little bit a little bit of me was okay that it's settling down right now me kind of getting grounded to kind of see where i'm going i'm doing some consultant work right now Um, but yeah it's definitely a different marketplace and it's interesting because you know majority of the product came out of the crash yeah and I guess that's always the question: is how much is still out there? But I would say over the last, you know, six months, it seems like stuff's flowing
0: out a little bit. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of trades. I mean, it's—I was actually just talking with a broker uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and they were saying, "Hey, we have a um, 300 million UPB coming out of pipe." I'm like, "Whoa, that's like a little crazy." Right? Far over my head. I'm like, "Who's buying that stuff?" It's like, "Oh, you know, Wall Street guys—they're buying this stuff and they're breaking it up." And I'm like, "Okay." You know, only when it get down to like 30 million UPB or something like that, 10 times lower, you know, something that we can actually, with the amount of capital we raise, that we can actually grab. But there's tons of paper still out there. Um, and I see the, the Wall Street guys are, you know, now they were in the space, but now they are all lower the space buying any yeah, yeah. and everything because they're raising capital cheaper. Um, but there's still plenty of trades out there for the smaller uh, companies like you and I to go out and go and grab those opportunities. So, you know, I'm definitely seeing that. Um, In your consultant business, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, I know um, you add a lot of value to a lot of people in this space and people will just randomly reach out and, you know, you big hearted and want to help them. So I see now you shift it to trying to structure where you can value your time more and the people who are serious about learning, you know, they will go with that program. So let's talk about a little bit about that, um, that consultant piece that you have set up.
1: You know, for the last three years, um, I've been going to bat on putting out some type of education program and I just could never commit to it. I don't know if it was um, me just finishing it, Um, the heart wasn't in it, there's other people doing it. Um, I knew the time commitment and, you know, dealing with uh, the public with the education is time consuming. Um, Knowing that I needed to add another component to my business here um, in 2018, Said, so, you know what? Maybe consulting works the way to go. Um, to put it in, you know, some quick terms for you. You know, over the last seven years, you know, I I would have let's say five investors reach out to me to discuss my asset management service. And my style is, I don't sell them my 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 service. I educate them on the business. Yeah. And then the last five minutes of our hour phone call is, if you want to do business, sign the agreement, send it back to me. Well, out of those five investors, three of those investors would bring product back through my asset management service. Well, within over the last year, nobody was bringing anything back through me, but I was still putting out all that time and educating the public, which I take a lot of pride in because um, I think that's what a lot of people appreciate about me, that I'm real. Um, I give them the good and the bad. Um, I don't have anything to really sell um, and they're getting it all, but... Nothing's coming back through me, so, you know, I will still do a little bit of that education and get people situated, but, um, and I just kept it simple. Um, I offer three hours of consulting work for uh, $500. Um, It could be anywhere from a new investor to an experienced investor um, to somebody that needs help building their business.
0: Um, It really catered to whatever that person needs help with. Yeah yeah so yeah that's awesome I I think it's important also I I saw that as an opportunity when you put that out there it was like hey guys this is what I'm doing you know if you if you need help doing this and that and um, I've actually reached out for some due diligence and some other things to um, get some of your experience with bankruptcy and everything else so I definitely appreciate you adding that value to the community and I'm definitely one that respects someone's time so I said okay I see he has this let me be the first to go ahead and you know and jump on board with that and leverage that experience as well so Definitely appreciate it. Um, now, I, so, no, okay. no, I do like, you know, I have a very good relationship with Fuquan,
1: So it was back in the summer when I was putting this out, he's like, Do I gotta pay for this phone call? Come on, buddy. I pay for it.
0: <laughs> now I just want to be respectful of time, you know, because I have people you know, reach out to me, you know, me you know the all the time. And you know you know that was one of the man. reasons we created this platform, um, so we can um, get different people to interact with the new people and other people who have my who may have questions through social media. So it's not, you know, when you You know, want to get on social media, answer questions like the other platforms. So, um, with this one though, is a little bit different because our goal here is not only to bring the people who's experienced in the market to the platform to share and do the podcast, but to have the SEC attorneys, uh, real estate accountants, um, you know, regular uh, business uh, attorneys, foreclosure attorneys to come on organically and legally answer questions that. People who are out here posting on our social media. It gives them an opportunity to promote their business and also to ask, answer questions that people have. Um, you know, whether it's legal, accounting, everything else. Because I see a lot of investors jumping at those questions, answering them like, "Wow, that's in a question for an attorney." You know, you know. I see some people saying, "Ask your foreclosure attorney." But that was one of the reasons that we wanted to create this platform was so they can come on and add value and then also bring speakers like yourself on and share their experience and their journey and why they're passionate about real estate. So I definitely thank you for taking the time out with us today um, to do this podcast and, you know, add some value. Awesome. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, so man. Buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of PFREI. Looking forward to providing you guys with more testimonials from successful real estate investors. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Passion4REI. The Number four, REI. passion for rei If you have any questions, send us a DM or a tweet and we'll go over them on the show. Thanks so much, guys, and until next time, it's a great day.